0: It's like evolving. I wasn't trying to not be who I was. I was just trying to like be a person that I felt most confident in. And like as a social media person, you get a lot of confidence from your audience. It's tough to say whether or not I was like really combining the like who I am and the what people want from me thing. But I feel like it kind of like came together to be the same thing, which I'm really happy about.
1: What's up guys howdy brothers welcome back to another episode of whiskey and water i am your co-host jess and i'm your co-host live and we are so thrilled to be sitting here today with a bomb ass episode for you guys what else is new
2: <laughs> what else is honestly new? i mean we have been hitting guys don't lie to us. Don't we, we've been we've been killing we've been, it. We've been killing it. the come guests on, come lately. Come
1: on! If you're new here, this is a show where we talk about female entrepreneurship and women in business. We are in the very beginning, I guess, like a quarter way through season seven. And if you haven't listened to other episodes yet, you need to stop what you're doing. Well, actually, no, finish listening to this episode. And, <laughs> Don't stop what you're doing, and then listen to the previous four because I just feel like we have been. Not us, but the guests that
2: we've had on have just been insane. Yeah, which, I mean, kind of leads us right into our weekly challenge, which is to listen to one podcast a day. And that might seem like a lot if you don't obviously, like, listen to podcasts all the time. But, like, my thing is, is that, like, I pair it with another habit or like with another thing in my routine so like Mm -hmm. every time I walk nugget I always put in my airpods and I always listen to a podcast that's the key yeah it really is the key because otherwise like when are you gonna do it yeah right
1: I like to listen to podcasts when I'm driving Mm -hmm. and also when I'm doing any like sort of cleaning up around the house or putting away laundry like throwing on a podcast is great for that reason
2: and sometimes music just does not hit sometimes it just like I will put on any different playlist. I'll try and I'll try. And then I'll be like, no, I just need to be putting on a podcast right now. But
1: contrary to that, I also like sometimes don't feel like I'm in the mood for a podcast. Like if I'm stressed out, I'm like, I'm not going to like almost put more pressure on myself and make my brain my brain work even harder by listening to this inspirational podcast no matter well, how good it is so I'll opt for music but mm-hmm. i then I found myself in a bad place where I'm like I
2: can't remember the last time I listened to a podcast yeah you know I, and you get into the habit of music yeah, so but I also threw on girls got to eat the other day for yeah. my first time in like a while Love because that. I've been like focusing on like the inspirational ones the self-help ones and I was really enjoying it totally and
1: that's why no I swear that's why I was just doing I was renewing my daily goals my weekly goals and just brain dumping pretty much and I had written down one of my daily goals to be listen to one podcast a day and it doesn't have to be a real estate or motivational or or it doesn't even have to be educational just get into the the habit again well that and also I think there's value in those conversations too that aren't about business 100% I mean they just
2: provide insight insight even if it is comedy based or it is xyz based like that's there's the one she's talking
1: about is relationship girls gotta eat it's like a great great podcast yeah.
2: and the episode i chose specifically was actually about wedding planning it was oh, like a, it was a com- like a comedian woman mm-hmm. who also does like wedding stuff cute and it was just really interesting to listen to especially because like you know you're engaged and shit. I'm, s- I'm more invested in your wedding than you are. She I swear to God, I'd be, I'd be sending you so many fucking TikToks and shit. I'm like bachelor party, bachelorette party in Nashville. I'm, and like, I'm like, cool. I'll save it for later. Yeah, I know. I'm, dude, I save you. I save my shit for later, and I am so single but no yeah i think
1: it's great so that is our weekly challenge listen to one podcast whether it's whatever comedy relationships it just provides food for thought and you know i always listen to something and then it sticks with me
2: and then it Mm -hmm. makes me think about something else so yeah that is our weekly challenge for this week speaking of girls gotta eat i had actually booked olivia and i tickets to their live show like i think for your birthday and it's like it was one of your birthday (laughs) one of your birthday presents (laughs) um or was it christmas it was either oh You know what it, it, it might have been christmas which, whatever and this is like literally in 2019 this is pc pc pre-covid oh <laughs> i'm like what the fuck <laughs> wait is that? wait no bc bc before COVID, before because it's instead of yeah, before yeah. christ before COVID. i was like pc mac what are we talking <laughs> here so whatever i booked these tickets and we were so sad when it was canceled but they got rescheduled and they are this weekend which will this is going live yeah. in like two weeks so It'll already have happened. I'm so excited. But I'm so stoked I don't think us. I've ever
1: been to like a live comedy show.
2: I have, but no one like big. Yeah. Well, I did it like FIU when they had yeah. like, you know, com- comedians, but I'm really excited. I'm excited too. I need to
1: listen to an episode so I can get like yeah, re- re-inspired, re-inspired yeah. by their show. I'm, I'm
2: really excited. I'm excited. and And it's just crazy to even think about because it's like we were like damn when is life gonna open back up again and it's like we're here i know things are getting rescheduled i also had concert tickets for another concert and that got rescheduled for like august so i'm excited really excited things, yeah things are things are happening things are happening um but, yes let's get into
1: thanking our show sponsors thank you celsius we love you hell yeah brother not to mention you know they may or may not have renewed with us and every time it is a, a ride or
2: die it, every time it's a celebration i can't tell you guys how much i put everyone on <laughs> I, I had this on set yesterday guys i shot something really fun for Ooh, puma really excited but regardless i had my celsius there and like they had been they were like talking about the uh, subpar competitor Ew. energy drink brands it couldn't be me and i literally had everyone waterfall my celsius into their mouths because i was like trust me once you try this you are going to be hooked yeah i,
1: I don't without doubt that for a second
2: i was li- like i'm like open your mouth and i'm like pouring it in
1: but you everyone was in love it. with it it's healthy energy it accelerates metabolism and it burns body fat bitches. hell yeah brother we stay in fit we stay in slim summertime's around the corner I am snatched, <laughs> snatched, brother.
2: All right. And now on to our next podcast sponsor, Anna Luisa. We are super excited to introduce Ana Luisa to you guys because as you know, we absolutely love our jewelry. We are constantly wearing pieces. And when we found Ana Luisa, we definitely knew we wanted to reach out because they have the most timeless, chic, dainty, everyday pieces that we think you guys will love as well. They are carbon neutral, they are such good quality, and they're also done in limited batches, ensuring the highest production standards while eliminating excessive waste. So if you want to step up your jewelry game and you don't want to break the bank and you also want to be supporting a sustainable brand, Ana Luisa is the way to go. And you know that we've got the brothers with a discount code. You can go to annaluisacom W-A-W for whiskey and water and get 10% off. Their pieces start at thirty nine dollars, so they're super super affordable, and they would also make an amazing gift. They have new collections released every single Friday, so there's always new and fresh stuff. And that is Ana Luisa, a n a l u i s a dot com slash w a w. You guys can find that in the show notes. One more time, it's a n a l u i s a dot com slash w a w please guys if you wear these if you get some tag us we would love to see you guys sporting your pieces what is new in our lives brother I mean, I talked a couple weeks ago about how I was moving into the showroom. I finally got that done and ah, Chef's kiss. How much better is my place Oh it's guys Exponentially. It
1: is, like the feng shui is a level up. It's unreal. We, it's, lo- it's we, it. we it's love it. It's hitting. It's hitting.
2: It's doing it for me. And I'm not even done, you know? Yeah. So I have this like really weird nook in the front of my apartment. It is, it is weird. And it's like okay the reason it's weird is that it's not straight like the walls like you know what i mean like it's uneven there's a few
1: reasons it's weird and you know what i think would help i'm curious to know what other people in your building do with that corner i'm
2: really curious just start know. knocking on doors yeah yeah show me bitch. let's just do it <laughs> <laughs> trick or treat motherfucker i really
1: i am curious like what 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 how, do you do with that how can you best utilize because that space? okay
2: because so it indents a little like past by kitchen so it doesn't get great natural light. and the
1: wall to the kitchen that's separating the kitchen there's like a little mini wall there and that is blocking off all the natural light so it's like just a really awkward space yeah
2: so not entirely sure what i'm gonna do with that yet but i have a couple ideas i'm thinking like an entryway bench or an entryway table yeah,
1: maybe people do like a little mud room situation even though those aren't a
2: thing in florida Yeah. type shit i mean but yeah. you know i like i got this unit because i wanted that extra space so we're gonna find a way to utilize it i'm not entirely <laughs> Sure, but anyways things, I things are looking better in here yes. I feel better I feel like my I feel like my energy is better I love coming out to like a clean apartment not having to see every single casa piece which yeah. although I loved it wasn't the vibe from my home yeah. and then speaking of casa I was kind of having this like moral dilemma because I was like damn I'm really making this investment now to like you know spend a few hundred dollars a month when it's I'm not even making a ton of money off of Casa. And for those of you who don't know, she owns a little thrifting boutique, little store. I own a vintage home decor and furniture store yes, called, and called the Casa. Casa Experience. Um but yeah, essentially like and I was like, "Damn, I don't know how I'm going to continue to make this sustainable for me because of how much time it requires." But I think what I decided to do is start sourcing pieces from different artisans either, you know, like in Mexico or like pieces in like Bali wherever it may be and start sourcing pieces like from around the world and from like small creators. They might even be local and start like having stock and stuff so that I can like either create like an e-commerce boutique, have people come shop in person. Um, That way I can scale it a little bit better. Yeah. And
1: I think the the problem for you is that you weren't really seeing the next steps for it. Yeah, so, it was. This being an entrepreneurship podcast, you know, we definitely want to share like our own ventures outside of the podcast and outside and, be, of, and just be
2: honest with where we're at yeah, with those. Yeah. And like that
1: is the reality
2: of, of figuring it out, you know? Yeah. And the thing is like Casa, it, it is a difficult little project for me because it's something that I really, really love doing and enjoy doing. And I feel like I get a really good response from, but I don't make. Great money on it. And it's because of how much I invest into it, like time wise. And I do like with every purchase, I kind of go like above and beyond. I do a candle, I do a sage stick, and I do an organic soap bar, which I am scaling back as well. And I'm going to do that for like larger pieces yeah. because if someone's buying a smaller piece, yeah, then definitely. I'm really making nothing. Yeah. Because you would be losing at that point. Exactly. Probably. So, you know, we're all just about adapting and pivoting. Yeah. And this is a really exciting pivot and it's going to be time consuming. I don't know where I'm going to find that time yet, <laughs> but just it. just filling you guys in. No, I like it. I think that's a great idea. And
1: like when you shared it with me, I was like, that just, it makes sense. Yeah. It makes sense for you to go in that direction because you
2: already sell those like smaller types of pieces. Yeah. And I so, love it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And like, I feel like people trust my eye when it comes to like home stuff and like home goods and and furniture and i want to be able to curate things that speak to me Mm
1: -hmm. i love it i think it's great i'm excited for you so yeah
2: um
1: nothing really new here honestly the past three days i've had a really last week was really slow for me too and this week ended up being really slow like for some reason my week just didn't fill up and i loved it
2: because a lot of times then you don't have the guilt
1: well, not the guilt, but like a, just it just slows down. Like the past Monday through Wednesday, I didn't have any castings. I didn't have anywhere to be. I just was home, just living. I was just living, just living life, it, brother. A brother. It was so nice. Yeah, like I had just three great, restful not rush days. Like I was doing my tasks. I was making my YouTube videos or filming TikToks and I wasn't like rushing to get them done and it was so lovely.
2: Yeah, you don't have guilt about the downtime is what I mean because like, because you you leave the calendar open to see if it gets filled and you accept those things when they come but when they don't, you're like, well, I'm not... I'm not dodging anything right. I'm not canceling oh, on anything so nice. I'm just living it I was guilt-free. it was
1: beautiful I had a really great first half of my week where I just took my time I got work done but I just really took my time my place is clean I yeah. had the time and energy to keep it clean yes to clean up after yes. myself and not like neglect things like mm-hmm. I was like yeah I'll do the dishes before I leave because I'm not stressed the fuck
2: out exactly it was beautiful and that's how I've been even even able to keep my place clean yeah. right now is because they you know just this week has been slower for me too yeah i I think it's because we're also in a gap between shooting
1: mood clients because that's that we just came from like when we shoot clients and when we're in that cycle of shooting like a round of clients things are really hectic especially just figuring out the creative agency and trying to get systems in place and, and just I mean, learning doing everything for the first time it's that been really, first round yeah it's been really Ugh. stressful guys that was taxing. when we came back from antigua we were both just mentally struggling Great.
2: yeah yeah it was it, it was, was difficult tough.
1: so that i fully allowed myself to uh, honestly i felt a little bit of anxiety at first and then i was like no exactly i'm not gonna do that to myself i'm going what to I'm you. let yeah. myself enjoy this time because i just You know know it's fleeting. It's fleeting. I don't know when I'm gonna have another week where I get three days where it kind of just feels like we're back in quarantine and I'm just chilling. So I fully enjoyed it. I spent a lot of time outside. It was
2: great. Yeah, we love that. So that's my catch up. (laughs) Love that catch up for you. (laughs) And I took full advantage because I don't know when I'm gonna get that opportunity again. Exactly. Because days really do be filling up. They really do. And even I posted about this on my Instagram story yesterday like my caption was just in regards to like I love that and you know what's it's this is off like off this tangent but like I, I had to force myself to like make that caption because like it did resonate with me but then I like rereading it i had a lot of anxiety because i was like i don't do captions like that often but like i want to
1: oh yeah so like i just embraced it also not to mention this thing about we get really into the episode and we're gonna talk about our guests and how amazing our episode is in a second we just seem to be going down this rabbit hole so let's keep it going speaking about that though like when it comes to content creation and what is being rewarded on the platforms like saves and shares so when i was watching this youtube video about just you know how you can improve your content writing those informative captions actually help people stay on your page longer. And yeah. it might make them want to save it. So true. So we, I'm should, onto something. so we should be, you know, it's yeah. just a different aspect and, on how and to I approach just, our content. And
2: I just felt like sharing like what's been resonating with me. And yeah. it has been like living with intention and, and really enjoying those like smaller, slower moments because like things were so fast for the past few weeks. Yeah. And like I have just... Third, like i had my smoothie out on my balcony the yeah. other day and like i was like this is dope but like <laughs> I, and like normally i'd be like fucking gulping it down yeah. and trying to go to the next thing no, but like it's you know just so, little shit like that it's so
1: beautiful when you just have some time and some space to just enjoy
2: those little moments yeah totally because you know like truly and of course like obviously these little moments make up life but you know what i mean like they really do make up our lives and yeah. if we're not like being, if we're not intentionally It'll pass creating us by. yeah if we're not
1: intentionally making those moments happen they might not happen exactly yeah i mean i i hear you even on my youtube i shared that like i if you don't follow my youtube channel subscribe lifestyle live um <laughs> i have to do a plug but i'll spend like my coffee i'll drink outside for 30 minutes and just without my phone i leave my phone inside mm-hmm. i'll t- text her say i'm unavailable unavailable for the next 30 yeah. and i just sit outside and i enjoy nature and i look at the blue sky and i look at the big tree and
2: i just am there yep and it's 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 beautiful my phone died when i was like in the gym the other day and then i like it part of it gave me anxiety but then i was like for fucking what and then i enjoy my
1: workout a part of it gives you such relief Mm -hmm. yeah all right well that is the tangent for today but you guys have an incredible conversation to look forward to with Carson P- Kimble. pinterest girl herself the it girl we had the honor of sitting down with carson kimball she has recently absolutely blown up on instagram and tiktok mm-hmm. but more interestingly instagram because i feel like a lot of our conversations are about trying to figure out the algorithm and to and and, grow and, and get on the explore page and grow and this girl is absolutely killing it and she has such a unique approach to creating her content mm-hmm. that i'm really excited for you guys to get some insight on because it was so interesting for us to hear You're that.
2: Yeah. This will be like the new episode that I send people who slide into the DMs about influencers. No, I'm going to send them our step, uh, the first step one. That's uh, step one. The step two with Gwen.
1: And then, then the Jacqueline. S- and then the. Uh, I mean they're all so good
2: I know They're all so good They are And I I love these episodes Because it is so relevant to our lives And I feel like we learn so much We really do She blew up over the last year So it's a really different like situation Whereas like Olivia and I Have been creating content for years But it's always so nice To get a fresh perspective On someone who's like new to the game It's like you're so young And full of life
1: (laughs) It's so cute And she's so intentional About the content she creates And how it will make people feel And how the algorithm will reward Reward it. it And it's just such, such a good convo. Mm -hmm. I love it. And not to mention, we have just been so inspired by the podcast lately. In last week's episode with OK Sis, they said something about how... how sacred these these conversations are where we are off our phones speaking with pure intention of sharing our growth and our insights and
2: i got to tell you guys that has really stuck with us so much yeah it definitely just reinvigorated us with the podcast because we just didn't realize how sacred like how often do we get like a literal like hour plus you know we've been filming for almost an hour and a half now of like just us time intentional, intentional time,
1: conversation with, un- with
2: someone who we wouldn't even normally maybe connect with not to mention
1: undistracted time yeah undistracted conversation because it's a I digital feel like, detox yeah and so often we're having conversations but then we're also simultaneously checking our phones yeah. answering people whatever it is like that's how that's how that's we are constantly yeah so to sit here for an hour to not be on our phones to have such intentional conversation like oh I don't know something they said has really just it stuck with us so much and made us really appreciate this uh, the, this podcast and the yeah. show and our audience and like mm-hmm. what a, a privilege it is that we get to share these incredible conversations like these these conversations are just so near and dear to my heart yeah and like I hope you guys know how thankful we are for you listening and showing up every week We don't have a huge fan base, but we have a very small but mighty, and it means so much to us when we check the numbers and see that without us even posting y'all are showing up and y'all are listening like yeah. that
2: that is what we do this for yeah thank you guys to all of you who show up every week and listen to us yeah, We appreciate even if you, you are the ghost brothers <laughs> in the that we haven't heard from please always feel free to reach out to us engage with us we always 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 want to hear from you guys and yeah. we love you guys nothing makes us happier. so
1: with that being said tag us if you're listening we love to see it we are going to take a break for some more sponsors before before we get into our interview with Carson but we will see you guys on the other side bye brothers bye This episode is sponsored by Smile Brilliant. Did you guys know that 40 million Americans grind their teeth in their sleep? And I know Jess struggles with this because uh, she told me about it. (laughs) (laughs) Because she hears me grinding my teeth (laughs) in my sleep. So whether it's stress, anxiety, or an abnormal bite, chronic teeth grinding will lead to worn enamel, tooth decay, sleeplessness, and expensive dental procedures, and nobody wants that.
2: Yes, the number one teeth grinding prevention recommended by dentists is a custom-fitted night guard. However, it's really costly with the average dentist so it's charging 200 to 300 per guard and you will still grind through several per year. Ooh. No yeah. sir, not on our watch. Using Smile Brilliant's lab direct process, you can
1: get the same custom fitted night guards for as little as $45 per guard.
2: Head over to www.smilebrilliant.com and use code W A W for whiskey and water at checkout for 30% off. Once again, that's www.smilebrilliant.com and use code W A W for a discount
1: yes thank you smile brilliant for sponsoring our episode today and we also want to talk
2: about fitness realm which you guys already know the deal we've talked about them before i'm trying to build my dump truck it's dump truck season (laughs) it's fatty season and you guys know that fitness realm is where i'm going For all of the fitness-related inquiries.
1: Yeah, so they have articles, they have products, they have vetted all of the things that they have within the actual website, which is really nice. Like we've mentioned before, you don't have to go looking through reviews and trying to find the best product. It's literally just a one-stop shop. You have everything you need right there. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, so go check out Fitness Realm, link in our description. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, we are here with Carson. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're so excited to have you on yeah hi hi <laughs> um so for our audience who doesn't already know who you are if you could just give them a brief little explanation of who you are and what it is that you do
0: yeah of course um so my name is carson kimball carson spelled with a k um i am a kind of medium-sized i guess concrete 10 creator who works on TikTok and instagram and i'm breaking into youtube now i work primarily in fashion and swimwear um i live in los angeles california or now Malibu, California. Um Ooh, love Malibu that. Barbie oh, action. Yeah. <laughs> Very Malibu Barbie now. But yeah. So when I live um with my best friend who's also an influencer and we work together, we just try and create as much content as we can and inspire people through fashion. It's kind of always been something I was interested in all through college and now it's my job. So yeah, that's a little bit about me. Nice.
2: I love that. And you know what? It makes sense that you live with an influencer. Yeah. Because yeah. like you're just so on your shit. And like it really does. Like take having someone who understands your vibe to yeah. always be shooting your content like I hardly ever shoot with anyone other than Olivia because I yeah. already know that she's like she knows my angle she knows the vibe she knows exactly <laughs> she can read my mind when I'm not like feeling something it's just it's the best situation so yeah. I love that for you
0: it's so true you got to get that person who like knows you well enough to like know like okay she's got this going on and she's got this and your schedule sign uh-huh. up. you know exactly what to do it really works
2: it's
1: perfect yeah Dream and just team. someone who just gets it like when you're yeah. in the industry you understand angles you understand aesthetic you just yes. you get it you do so, you get it so and that it, it does so make sense because your content it, it looks like you live with an influencer like yeah. it makes sense <laughs> someone Especially-
2: that's
0: just taking candid beautiful photos of you all the time <laughs> yeah uh, funny enough though she actually does not even take a lot of content of me because I much prefer to shoot on my tripod like Ooh, I, I know okay. it's just, really weird about that most people be like well don't you feel like super uncomfortable like whipping your tripod out in public and I'm like absolutely not I'm I feel weirder bringing my roommate with me to shoot me than I do taking my tripod out in public which is really such a popular opinion but that's just I don't know I always have been and I feel like if I'm put the self camera on on my phone and I put it on my tripod I can see exactly what I look like like yeah I don't have to like be like okay hand me the phone was that good okay let's go again hand me the phone was that good like I literally can see exactly what I'm doing and I can change myself to like make the whole process go that much faster wow that's so true
1: it's it's so funny you say that that is a very that is a hot take because I feel like most people would would choose to have someone else shoot it but it's funny because we have a friend Alexa and when we shoot content every week like we pair up our other girlfriends pair up and it's her and her tripod and she just busts it out like she's the first one done always like she kills it she brings like ten
2: outfits and we're yeah. like still on like yeah
1: product number two. You know what? Maybe maybe
0: you're on to something. something. Maybe we got no, something like literally I have it with me all <laughs> I literally have it with me all the time. Like, every, either I have like 80 tripods in my apartment because I'm just ready to film in every room at all times. Yeah, you have a. Is that is that a um, what is that called? A light? What is it? A light ring? A light ring behind light you? Ring. Is that yeah? It's like a second second tripod. She's like,
2: I collect tripods.
0: <laughs> I do. I actually have so many, and I only use like one brand. I'm so particular. about it.
2: So what's that brand? Yeah, what's because the brand? Give yes, me the tea because the I tea. cannot
0: find. I found one good one,
1: and it was from Marshalls, like randomly. Yeah
0: no i the one that i get is on amazon and the company is called ub size it's called mm, i e i've seen that they yeah, went they went viral on tiktok and their tripods they're so easily collapsible it's so easy to put your phone on i've never had one break on me a lot of the this is an ubi so ad
2: but. <laughs> <Sponsored Not bad, laughs> <advertisement> <laughs> But, but we wish
1: it was good to know. Okay, yeah. wow. We I feel like <laughs> we just went down a rabbit hole. But before we go further, I definitely want to know about how you even got into this space, how you dove into the influencer world, and what kind of led you to monetizing your Instagram, becoming an influencer, becoming a content creator, or what that that journey looks like for you.
0: Yeah. um, Great question. Honestly. Like and this is to be completely transparent. Coming out of college, I honestly felt like I was not smart enough to like do any type of like a corporate job. Like I still felt like I I can relate. I didn't. I felt like I didn't really even learn anything in college. And to be honest, like a big part of that, like I took two semesters off in college which like kind of really threw me off track i became super unmotivated like the first two years of college were great i i made the honor roll it was really smart like i was like learning a lot and then like junior and senior year i like everything just kind of fell apart for me and i was like okay i don't know what i'm gonna do i switched my major six times in four years like I wow had, i know I that's had a lot idea what i was gonna do with my life so once once like and i graduated the year that like COVID hit so then i was like okay this is so bad. Like I just graduated last May. So I was like, okay, this is bad, what do I do? I don't like, I have no job, I have no prospects, nothing. So I moved back home with my mom um, and I lived in Vermont at the time where I went to college. I was just kind of sitting around on my, like, just not doing anything. And I was like, okay, like, I, let me just start doing like a spring cleaning. Like I started just cleaning out my closet. Like, and my closet was massive. Like it was way too big. Like I, I've just had a lot of clothes. So I just started cleaning out my closet and I was like, oh, like I would be, I would put the out all of the, I would like create all different outfits because I would shoot them to post them on Poshmark to sell, to make some money. Okay. So then I would, like shoot some of the outfits to like get good cute photos of the outfits would sell faster. And then I was like, wow, these pictures are like kind of cute. Maybe I'll throw them up on Instagram. Like, okay. And then I started throwing them up on Instagram and then they started like hitting the explore page. Like I started getting like, like I went from getting like a couple hundred likes of like my friends from college to being like, I was getting like 500 likes and I was getting like 800. And I'm like, where are these people like liking my pictures? Like what, what's going on? (laughs) So I kind of thought it was like weird in the beginning. And then my mom's like, you should like you know like maybe try and like reach out to some people who are like liking your pictures to see if they want to send you stuff so then I kind of did that I was getting the like giftings for a while and then at this point it had been like from like March to May I was doing that just like doing like gifting stuff and just posting for fun and it come May I decided like I'm just gonna I want to like move somewhere and like start a new life and like do something completely different I had only been to LA one time in my life and I was like you know what I'm gonna pack up my whole life and I'm just gonna move by myself clear across the country where I don't know a single person. Nice. Yeah, I moved from Vermont all the way out to California by myself. I didn't know a soul that lived here. So I was like super nervous. Like I had no job. I was like basically just shacked in my own little apartment in California, but I was in a new place. I felt like I could like try something different. So I just really worked hard on like pushing out more content. I shot like three or four times a day, seven days a week. Um, and wow. yeah, I was only on Instagram from March to September 2020. And September, when <sighs> I da- I know September, I downloaded TikTok, and that was like when it started like getting really serious. Because in the first month of me downloading TikTok, I had like four videos get like millions of views. So then by the time, like by the end of that month, I literally had like over 150 thousand followers, and I was like, "Crap! Like I really have to like work hard now. I really have to like put <laughs> content out." Yeah, so. you're like, this is serious now. I know. It kind of just took off from there. I guess it was like just a like snowball effect of like me not knowing what to do and doing it for fun to like me thinking like, oh, maybe it could be a job and then turned into a job and so on and so forth. So it was never my plan to do this at all. It kind of was like a it happened by chance. Naturally, yeah. Yeah. So but I couldn't be happier with it. Like the the independence, the creative freedom, like everything that it comes with this job is so incredible like I wouldn't mm-hmm. give it up for anything I wouldn't want another job now that I have this so
1: right yeah like once you get a ta- I agree once you get a taste of like this lifestyle and yeah. making your own schedule and being creative yeah. you definitely like I could never see ourselves do not doing anything else but like sitting in a desk job which you know yeah. if that's if that's your vibe that's your vibe you know no, live your truth
0: really need that structure yeah, in yeah. people need to have an alarm go off every day yeah to clock in at seven and then go home at five and like someone's there to make dinner for them. Like some people really want that type of life. Mm-hmm. I just never felt like that was for me. So to have, to find a job that had this kind of not only creative freedom, but like just regular independence and freedom, right. of my own schedule and working for myself, making my own hours. I couldn't have asked for anything more. It's all I right. wanted be my own boss pretty much.
1: I feel like you were the chosen one. Like <laughs> right? Instagram was like, I choose you and TikTok was like, I choose her too. Like because yeah. it's crazy like people spend so long trying to just yeah. get the audience that you got within a short time frame. And I'm curious to know what you think you owe that success to. Like what about your content? Do you think it was that made that that made it blow up the way it did?
0: Well, A big thing that I think that I have learned that a lot of people who are trying really hard to grow that can't quite get is that if something is not working for you, they can't give it up. Like a lot of people will go, you know, on Instagram, people will be like, you know, they'll try out like the neutral feed and they'll work really hard to make all their feed look so pretty. But like in, in, and yeah, when I click on your profile, sure, it looks freaking awesome. But you're not getting a following because each and every individual piece of your content is not sticking out to me i see a neutral photo on my feed i'm like scroll i'm just right. bored like it's boring and and to be honest those type of photos are not going to hit the explore page like i've studied the algorithm well enough to know that like unless that is like one of the best neutral looking photos i've ever right. seen it's not hitting the explore page like it's not going anywhere mm-hmm. so instagram is trying hard to keep up with the other apps so like basically you have to kind of figure out like what are the other apps doing that are working well so you see the things that are going viral on pinterest and i pinterest was a really big part that i credit to like my success i would say is i worked really hard to recreate pinterest photos in my own style and like with my own aesthetic um and like then when i did that my own photos would go viral on pinterest and people would tag me and then they would come from pinterest to my instagram to follow me so you know you kind of have to work on the like cross promotion is a really big thing and a lot of people who are trying to grow are just now starting to get that like cross promotion and adapting to what are what's happening on the other apps and changing your own style and your own feed to make it work with what's trending is so important some people are really just stuck in their own ways like no, like I want, like, I'm, I look best in neutral colors, So I'm going to shoot neutral colors. Like, yeah, if you scroll back to my feed this month, last year, you wouldn't even recognize me because everything's <laughs> neutral. I had the heaviest preset you've ever seen in your life. All of my outfits were like, just completely like whitewashed. just like totally horrible. And now uh, there's so much color on my feed; It could blind you. Like <laughs> I learned, <laughs> like I learned that these are things that like, this is what's going to like make people's like attention get caught. So that's what I have to do, even if it wasn't something that I like loved myself. If you're trying to grow as a person and inspire people, it's not always about what you love, it's about trying to be something that other people love.
1: So yeah, interesting. There is a lot to unpack here. Yeah.
2: I'm I'm, No, no, I love it. And I think that the cross promotion thing is huge because even like I had this girl DM me the other day and she was like, hey, babe, like I really want to become an influencer, but I'm like struggling with engagement and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, well, first of all, I am not the person to be coming to because I've been struggling with engagement for so long. But I was like, honestly, I think that like, like trying to force growth on Instagram, like that ship has sailed because like where it's at is the cross promotion. It's like you know getting your stuff on Pinterest and then linking it, or it's like blowing up on TikTok and then having that audience carry over. Right. Or for YouTube, like anyone that I see that has like a really good feed, but they're like popping off, like their engagement is insane. I'm like, okay, well, let me find their YouTube, let me find their TikTok, let me find their Pinterest, because I know that that shit is popping off. It is not just like you're just casually huge on instagram and that's it i just don't right. think that that's it anymore but i do want to talk about your tiktok content and how you had those like four videos or whatever it was that like, go viral when you first started what mm-hmm. kind of content were you putting out there
1: and was your intention for it to go viral
0: uh i mean as, you hope you know, so. As somebody who works in this industry, I think you know that like it's pretty much always everybody's intention to, to get something to go viral, especially right. TikTok. I mean, that's that's the whole. Yeah, you're not just like eating thing, shit. Right? Like. Yeah, you're not. I mean, you're not just doing it. At that point, I think I had like maybe five thousand followers. Like, I wasn't just doing it for them. Like, I'm obviously. Right hit the for you page with everything I do. Mm -hmm. So the first video that went viral, I know exactly what it was. It was a video um to a sound from home alone where they were in the airport and like they like were missing Kevin and they were passing the bag down. They were like, give this to Kevin. Give this to Kevin. I yeah. saw that. <laughs> I right, know. So that yes. was the first video that went viral. And with every, I like would just hand my bag from frame to frame and I'd be wearing a different outfit in every frame. And for some people, people like really went crazy for the outfits I was wearing, which, you know, I look back on those outfits from when I was like, I can't believe I wore that. People thought that was cute. I was like, oh. So now it is funny to think that like that was like how much my style has evolved since then. But like, it is always like, basically the outfit montage videos that tend to go viral for me like where I'm wearing multiple different outfits and like giving people inspiration so yeah video it was just like more of a comical like I'm wearing different outfits video but I've recreated it in more ways than I can count since then yeah. yeah that
1: is interesting I think one it being a niche like a, a niche within fashion and another thing is people i feel like the content that blows up is stuff that makes people feel some sort of emotion right so when someone sees your video for example and they see you wearing all these different cute types of outfits i think it sparks something in especially like impressionable young women who are like i want to be that girl inspiring yeah yeah yeah, inspiring in that way where it's like wow she looks cool like maybe because i know even for me i'll come across tiktoks and i'm like Maybe I should, you know, spruce up my wardrobe a little, throw a little skirt in there, throw accessories in there. So I think because of that, you're like inspiring people to be a little more creative or push their boundaries of their, of their fashion choices of their closet. Yeah. Yeah. That's really cool. It's funny.
0: (laughs) What did you say? That's definitely the goal is to like, just be inspiring people through like what I'm wearing to like, make them want to say, wow, where'd you get that? I'm going to go buy it too. Because yeah. I've never believed that, like, you know, the gatekeeping thing is, like, something I worked really hard to make sure I wasn't doing. Like, mm-hmm. because that, like, when you're, like, when, at least when I was, like, in high school and college, like, when I wanted to find out where something was from... And people wouldn't tell you, like it was like a big secret. That nothing made me angrier. I was like, I hate that well, shit. Who are you hiding this from? Like, who cares if we're wearing the same outfit? There are like 8 billion people on the planet. What, what are we gonna do? Run into each other in the same outfit? I mean, it and was even so- if we do, is it the end of the fucking world? I know. And it's like, you were already the first person to wear it. Like, congratulations. You've the it's over the hype's over now. Let everybody else wear it. Now you're still going to get the credit for being the person who found it because everyone came from you. Like you're at the top of the tree. Now let it trickle down.
2: <laughs> I, <laughs>
1: I think they're no. scared. They're scared that you're going to rock it better. That's what yeah, it is. It's, int- it's I intimidation. Maybe. I don't know.
0: I really don't know. But I, yeah, I did work really hard to make sure that my TikTok was like a very open place for people to know exactly where I get things from Love that. and link everything. You know, I I uh, try and like answer a bunch of comments. Like I work, you know, I spend at least 30 minutes a day just answering comments of where things are from. So I'm not like just posting all the stuff and being like, yeah, good luck. Go find it. Like, right. Yeah.
2: And, and like, sure. It definitely makes people want to come back to your content Mm -hmm. more because people are going to support you if you're being helpful. Because I know that like, if there was a bitch out there that like didn't tell me where something was from, I'd be like, I'm blocking you (laughs) so that I never have to see your cute shit again and not know where it's from. Right. Like this is, this is my, this is my personal hell (laughs) to not be able to find something.
1: And, And also your platform starts to, um, it starts to get used as a resource too. Yes. Like a fashion resource that people know they can go to and find the newest, trendiest pieces or brands yeah. that are really trendy or up and coming. So I think that's really cool. I like mm-hmm. I love how you mentioned like how quickly you evolve and even like your journey in this world has been It's only started just like a year ago. And that's so interesting. And I love how you just like grew like that.
2: She's killing the game. Yeah, I
1: love it. But it's so funny how quickly your style evolves because it's like I'm I feel like it's hard for me to keep up with the trends. And I can't imagine like your your process and finding new trends or creating new trends or seeing something that you haven't seen before and being the first to wear it. Like, what is that process like for you? Are you trying to be that type of person in this space? yeah um are I mean, you trying I have, to
0: be that trendsetter i do i mean i i do love to be a trendsetter i or, and i also love to like have you know and it's so weird how i really i really am so attached to pinterest i think that pinterest is a really great social media platform yes. very underrated let's they're get into all, it because i've been wanting
1: to talk about because Pinterest. people
0: don't care about likes or comments or shares or any of the crap that matters on Instagram. Like it is literally just people putting out the things that they create and other people are like, wow, I like that. I'm going to keep it for myself. You don't know who's keeping it. You can't keep track of how many times it's been pinned. Like it's going to go all over the place. Who cares? But it's like, it's out into this thing where like people, there is no such thing as like, uh, it's not performing well. Like your photo's just up there. It's up there in the sphere of all the other Pinterest pictures. And like, it isn't like a competition on Pinterest. That's, that's the biggest thing I like most about it is like, there it really is like a place where like everybody can like be inspired and everybody can like put their stuff out there and be like okay i don't have to check back and see if it got 100 likes yet or whatever it's just out there it's just gone like you you see where it goes you know and i do like
2: that there is something for everyone on pinterest Mm -hmm. like there's definitely like I recently have gotten into it and like I try to pull a lot of like you know tattoo inspo photo inspo things of that nature but like I'll come across like shit that's definitely geared towards like moms and stuff (laughs) and I just love that like you can it's almost it's really similar to TikTok like your for you page you know like there's there's a side of Pinterest for everyone too and I really do like how it's kind of like catered more towards like I like how it's develop- it develops with you. Yeah, yeah. totally. And so also- now,
0: You would think about the Explore page on Instagram the same way. And this is a big thing that people don't get when it comes to like figuring out how things are going to start trending and how to go off on the Explore page and how to grow your following. If something, if you see like you are having very similar Pinterest boards to other people, odds are you have a very similar Explore page to that person because the Explore page works the exact same way that the For You page and the Pinterest feed page work they similar are, algorithms exactly very similar algorithms people don't know this either they think that the explore page is like all like companies that they've looked at before trying to like give them advertisements and stuff but that's not true I learned what's going to be trending on Pinterest and when I recreate those types of photos my content then gets put on the explore page because the two are coinciding and uh, like people don't realize that so that's another big reason why I use Pinterest,
2: for sure. Yeah.
1: Interesting. I think it reminds me a lot of Tumblr. I don't know if you yeah. if you had... Okay, yeah. So Tumblr was very much just like you would go on, you would see things that you like, you would repost it. It's The intention is just to be creative and see what resonates with you and what's resonating with others. And I love what you said about how it's not like a competition, who gets likes, because really... All you have to offer is your creativity and the aesthetic of the images. There's no competition. There's no like life updates. There's no, I don't know. It's just, it's completely different different because yeah, you're going into it just to share inspiration. So like when you approach anything from that place... It's bound to be a better place than approaching it from, you know, trying to get likes and trying to get engagement, trying to get attention in mm-hmm. that way.
2: Yeah, I agree. Know? And I've honestly, even with my own content, like we we've been on Instagram for like doing influencer like stuff for years now. Like and it's kind of we're, we're definitely in a different niche. I, I would say that we're more like commercial and lifestyle type influencers and we have a lot of brand deals. And it's actually really funny. I was working out earlier And um, I was talking to another girl in my gym, and we happened to just bring up influencing. And she was like, Oh, yeah, like I have a million followers. And I was talking about Celsius, and I was like, Oh, you should definitely try Celsius. Like they might be like a good fit for you. And she was like, Oh, I don't do brand partnerships. I don't want my engagement to plummet. And then I was like, I just found that so interesting because I was like, if you have a million followers and you're not monetizing your account, like why what, do you have a million followers? What, what's good? Yeah. Like why would you? That's but, interesting. But I do find it interesting because I'm like, you know, some people are just like creating to create, I guess, just to have the platform. And I definitely would love to have more like stuff that just inspires us. Cause I feel like we do a lot of just like a ads. lot of a lot of ads and then a lot of like, you know, either if we're traveling, we'll do a lot of travel content. Um, but I definitely, I love following people like you, even though it's not like what I do currently, but it's because like, it's what I like aspire to do. And I feel like that's kind of why you have such a huge following. It's like, you know, you're kind of like the, the it girl, you know, like people want to, people want (laughs) to be you.
0: Yeah. I mean, uh, since, since I feel like I've like really changed my style to be like more colorful, more bright. Um, like I work with a lot of different like patterns, like these are the types of things that like really catch people's attention and you know that's my goal is just to catch people's attention and once I've got their attention like and they go like deeper into my account obviously like they see a lot of things that like are really like either like obviously colors like is something that I've discovered like is really working for me at the time and this may not be true in a couple months like yeah so I was
2: going to ask do you think that that's do you think that's like a trend right now? It's like the color. I mean, just, just as like the neutrals were a, a trend. We mentioned this a little bit before the episode, but like the vintage, like thrifted, like look, like the retro look is super, super in right now. Like, you know. The with 2000s the are The 2000s, back like the in. Y2K yeah. shit. So do you feel like the the colors are like what's trending for you right now? Do you feel like that's like a staple yeah. moving forward? Or do you just feel like it's like a, a now thing?
0: Um, you know what? I couldn't tell you if it's going to be a staple from now on, you know, it's really tough because once the seasons are changing, you are keeping up with this like seasonal changes that are happening and spring and summer this year, uh, colors and patterns are huge. Um, and you know, there's going to be other things that like are going to be huge, like, you know, crochet, uh, marble print, you know, there's like, I mean, the list goes on, but I just ordered a crochet headscarf. I am, I am being influenced for sure. And you know, and you keeping up with it is like, you know, people, some people say that trends are really toxic and like, it's not something that like we should be adhering to like we should try and like always be having everybody be different in their own style and not trying all conform. Um, I personally don't believe that I think that trends are a really great um, societal structure that we have that are actually like kind of I think that beneficial to help people feel like they can uh, find a way to fit in if they're struggling. Um, you know, like there will always be, you know, people who feel like they don't fit in in some way, shape or form socially. And I feel like trends really do set a great social structure, but they also provide a really great opportunity for people to like grow as people. So if you are a trendsetter in the trend category people then look up to you in that way like you are like let's just say fine we'll we'll say Emma Chamberlain in this case because people look up to her to be like Emma what are we wearing this summer whatever so she's the type of person who's like seen as like a trend setter so people look up to her but there are a lot of other people like that who set their own trends and change them once they're gone so you know whatever at come the end of summer when people are done with crocheting colors people are going to look to somebody like Emma and say oh damn it's fall. Okay, Emma's. Oh man, Emma's got neutrals back on. Okay. (laughs) So those are the types of people that you're trying to become, at least in my niche, I'm always trying to become somebody who's like picking out the next trend that like people like. And Mm -hmm. I do believe that I was, you know, one of the people on Instagram, at least to kind of bring in funky patterns and bright colors and stuff first this spring, which has been part of the reason why I've grown the most ever in my career, like Mm -hmm. in the last few months. Um, So yeah,
2: I love that. And And even like, and I think there is something to be said for that, because when I see girls now wearing like the shit that like went viral a couple of weeks ago, like like the green bomba dress, you know, Mm -hmm. that's like the high neck one. Like when Mm -hmm. I see girls wearing that now, I'm like, oh, like it kind (laughs) of like it's it's already passed. I
1: learned from TikTok like last week that there's a word for this thing, like a trend that is a little bit late, but not late enough to be considered aesthetic. Yeah, exactly. what's it called? It's like no, C H. Have, no have you seen that?
0: It's like a viral TikTok video. <laughs> yeah, I have honestly, but I I the, my amount that I've been on TikTok has like gone down significantly in the last few weeks because I just moved. So oh, okay. like, time I used to sit on the couch and scroll. Now I'm doing like home projects. <laughs> it's so, so, so dangerous. I like I'm um, not keeping up.
2: <laughs> yeah, but I I do think it's really interesting yeah. because it's like y- you do have to be quick with it if it's if it's one of those things that's like coming and going. Like obviously colors and patterns like okay like let's say it's like a pair of zebra pants. Those are those are dope. I feel like you'll be able to style those multiple ways. But if it's like one like the cult Gaia dress that like now like I think that when it changes is when like the Chinese fast fashion companies start to reproduce them. And yeah. then it's like yeah, then true. everyone has like access to them and there's that, kind of like an overload of content. Yeah. And that
1: brings me to another point about fast fashion and I'm I'm curious to know your take on this because I know it is a big debate in the fashion industry of like, you know, by su- supporting pretty little thing and boohoo and these type of big fast fashion companies are we being detrimental to our planet and our earth? Do you feel like there's a good balance between finding, like, I feel like, you know, thrifting could be something that's a great balance. Um, but I'm, I'm, I am curious to know your take on that, especially being such a a person with a big influence in the fashion world right now.
0: Right. Um, great question. So I think that, you know, obviously it is really tough because, you know, now- It's so tough. Now- as this generation now my generation you know i was born in 99 so you know like the end of like gen z millennials whatever mm-hmm. we make 30 percent less money than our parents did which is a huge percentage less than mm-hmm. our parents did. so if you think about that we really do have a third less like or we only have about two-thirds making on average of the amount of money that they did so we only have you know a significant this amount of money to spend on clothes so We are, as a generation, poorer. So now it's, you know, it's tough to say like, oh, you know, we shouldn't be supporting fast fashion. But then I see these people who like literally couldn't dress themselves if they weren't paying for like the $8 cheese. Right, right. That is why I really love the fact that thrifting is coming back into style and I've actually been working with a girl who is now running an influencer thrift store Ooh. Where she all of um, influencers like giftings and whatever and oh. stuff that they don't want anymore and lists it on their own personalized uh, page so the company is called detour and it's a woman owned and operated founded business which of course I love because she's the sweetest really is the greatest girl and she's an entrepreneur like myself so I really wanted to support her and I was actually the first influencer who kind of helped promote her. And now she's almost at 3,000 followers in a month. Amazing. So, yeah. She's I love that. Quite a bit, and she's really like got a lot of other influencers on board, including my roommate and a lot of other girls, just trying to like.
2: oh sure. we would sign up immediately. Sign us up!
0: <laughs> I know it really is the best, and she. I mean, it's great that she's LA based because she just shows up to my door and she takes like trash bags of all this great clothing that I have. It's
1: literally, what that's we a, dream. That a dream. That is a dream.
0: I just don't have space for it, and it's not that I don't even want it. And a lot of the stuff is still in style and still trending. Right. And, you know, if it's anything that's came to me for free from a fast fashion brand, I would rather people get it from me than continue to support them themselves. Right. right. That you're giving it down secondhand. So right. it's a bit of a touchy topic. And I know a lot of it has to do with like, you know, your socioeconomic status. And I don't want to say that it's not, you know, okay. And then it's not going to be something that will continue to happen. But I do love and fully support the fact that the thrifting trend is coming back i think that buying secondhand poshmark depop detour whatever it is all of those things are such great options for you to still shop the current trends but like not be you know going to like buy it from the chinese person who just recreated it from whoever Mm-hmm. so yeah i i think that just like keeping in mind that like those are always going to be options and almost always anytime i've ever wanted something that was fast fashion i could find it for not only cheaper but in still so perfect condition on one of those sites right and yeah great luck. i know some girls don't but i really do have always had great luck with thrift online thrifting and in-person thrifting both so cool cool yeah
2: love, love that i love thrifting i mean i get i get so much from the thrift stores yeah and- yeah
1: That is such a good idea because that is actually a really has been a constant struggle for us is not having the space for the giftings that we get and then also not having the time to upload it ourselves on Poshmark. So that is a great idea. We will definitely be reaching out to her because there is a gap in the market. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, (laughs) You I think your approach to creating your content is really interesting and really unique. Um, I think we've had people on before who are like just create content that you love and like be yourself and put yourself out there and what you're saying is interesting because you're saying stay true to yourself stay genuine but also do what works like do what you see is resonating and working on people's feeds so I Do you feel like it's hard to navigate a balance of both? Like, do you feel like you are staying truly authentic to yourself in your own style um, while also doing what you think will work best for the algorithm?
0: Yeah. Um, you know, and my approach is different and you know, it's mostly because like, obviously I want this to continue to be my full-time job. So my goal is to make, you know, as much money as I possibly can right. and that comes with growing. So I have to, you know, it is a balance of both. You have to try and remain true to yourself, but you do also have to be like, okay, what's going to work? What are people going to respond to? I have to like work hard to keep up, set the trend or follow the trend as fast as possible. So here's the thing. When I, when my, style was evolving part of the reason that like when I start and when I would change up my style just on a whim let's say a company would send me something that wasn't exactly me but of course I had you know I had to promote it because I signed a contract and I promised right. it. I then would put that on and post about it whatever and then all of a sudden it you know uh, that I think it was like the first really colorful pattern thing I ever wore like really went on the explore page like it like hit the I had like a hundred thousand reach on the explore page like it, it was crazy wow. um And I was like, oh, okay, like, wow, like people really respond to this. So then that gave me that, like that going viral gave me like the confidence that I could then wear that and make that a part of who I am. So it wasn't that I was going against who I was, it's just that like, that instance gave me confidence in that particular style. Love so it. Then I was like, okay. Wow. Like people really like this. They must think that I look good in it. They must think it's cute. They must think it's trending. Instagram loves me in it. Let me, let me buy another patterned outfit and see how I look or whatever. I put right. it on again. Not really, you know, it's not exactly me per se yet, but I'm getting confidence from the fact that people are really loving and responding well, to these outfits and this content. So I go and I shoot it and I post it and it it's the explore page again. So okay, you know, once <laughs> yeah. once once is an instance, two times is a coincidence, pattern. Right. So I'm like, all right, let me try this again. And every time that I did it, you know, it's still today like my growth is incredible because people respond really well to this person that I have become. So I wouldn't say I wasn't going against who I was. I just think that it was really part of like a you know a growth within me and an evolution. Now- Yeah, it is. It's like evolving. I wasn't trying to not be who I was. I was just trying to like be a person that I felt most confident in. And like, as a social media person, you get a lot of confidence from your audience and and the things that they love and, you know, the way that they love you and look at you, Um, you know, which I couldn't tell you if it's ever, if that's like going to be good or bad for your mental health. I know (laughs) Social media is just a lot of like, smoke and mirrors and people are like trying to try and always be something that maybe they're not but I personally feel like this has worked for me it's given you know wearing colors and being bright and colorful has like I feel like not only boosted my mood and my attitude but like also just like made me an overall happier person like I I think that it like has made me a better me So it's tough to say whether or not I was like really combining the like who I am and the what people want from me thing. But I feel like it kind of like came together to be the same thing, which I'm really happy about.
1: Yeah. Wow. So beautifully said. Honestly, (laughs) I I love that so much. And I relate to it, too, because it's like sometimes I will look at a piece of clothing and I won't wear it because I feel like it's not me. And then I'm like, that shouldn't stop me from not wearing it because it could be me you know yeah it could be like, me if I made who? it me Right, but yeah so I totally totally resonate with that and I love it and not to mention like your colors I feel like for anyone who hasn't seen your feed it's not like this is like a tacky looking like bright ass colors yeah. like you are yeah. so and I think that's why it works you are so tasteful with your colors and like you know this will complement this and then the rest will be like
0: white but there'll be
1: that pop like it's nice yeah, it's, it's, it's funny cool. that you
0: say that because there is a trick to, that, and I don't tell a lot of people this. I actually Ooh, went, I, went I know, I, and I've only told a couple people that I do this, but like you'll notice on my feed that when I'm wearing a very colorful outfit, I will shoot in front of a more plain or like neutral type of like wall or setting. Right and when i'm wearing a slightly more neutral outfit i will shoot in front of a very you know big flower wall you know like a colorful wall like something that's really bright and colorful right. so i try and do the opposite so that i don't overwhelm people's senses because when you're doing like a really colorful outfit in front of a really colorful wall they're like whoa <laughs> right so i try and but i do try and like keep like either going to be plain in the background or plain on me and then do the opposite with whatever's behind me and that Mm. has worked really well for my content too I've I've told a few people that I do that but like if you really like like study my (laughs) yeah (laughs) I do it pretty frequently so yeah that
1: makes so much sense because that's why it's not tacky like I think I think if it was color on top of color it would be it wouldn't be as pleasing to the eye so that is so genius and for you to even like it's such an art for you to look at your content that way and think about overwhelming someone's senses. Like, yeah. I. and it just, I love it because so many people just think influencing and content creation is setting up a fucking camera and posing. Yeah. And it's so much more than that, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're you're thinking about the user experience and mm-hmm. you're thinking about the amount of time you have to grab their attention and how much space you're taking up on their phone. Like, it's just, it's so crazy to me. Yeah
0: it's so favorite. good. It's definitely
1: an art for sure yeah it is an art another thing I think is great is that I was watching this I got in a rabbit hole on YouTube as I do and I was watching something about the newest algorithm change and what content is working versus what isn't working and how Instagram is now not caring as much about likes and followers but more so about saves and shares because all they care about is how much time someone is spending on the app and the more time you can get them to spend on the app the better your content is going to perform so So it's interesting because content like yours, if you're inspiring someone and they want to recreate a look, they're going to save it or they're going to send it to a friend. And that is huge. Apparently, now in the Instagram algorithm world that we're all trying to keep up with, apparently that is what is valued most. So for anyone listening who is trying to get into this and trying to create content, even for us, I mean, I wrote that down because I was like, I never create my content with with that intention in mind of will someone save this and will someone share this with someone and send this to a friend. So I think that's a great little pro tip for anyone listening. I think that's definitely contributed to your success of people saving stuff as inspo. Outfit inspo, location Sending it to a friend being like, I want to wear this or this is so cute, let's buy this and match, whatever it is, you know? Mm -hmm. So definitely keep
2: that in mind. Saving and sharing is top priorities. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's huge, absolutely. So we actually found you. I mean, in general, because of um, we had Jacqueline Woodwell on a couple weeks ago, and she told us that she's creating a capsule collection with you, or like a, an edit. So tell us a little bit about that. I mean, that's super super exciting, Wait, and not
1: to mention when she told us that you were the influencer she was working with, Jess was like, "Isn't that that Pinterest girl?" Oh so yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> I, I knew, I knew exactly. So I feel like that is like a compliment for you to be referred as the Pinterest girl. Yeah, yeah that's so dope.
0: Um, and. It's funny because in my high school yearbook, I wrote as my like when they said like what do you want to be? I literally wrote as my quote, I want to be a Pinterest girl. You <gasps> are true? lying. That is what manifestation. See is that too, which is like the funniest thing that like that came true for me because I. Find you that need hilarious. to put that's
2: manifesting, to, babe. You need to put that I'm in your bio. I know. My no. senior quote was uh, too blessed to be stressed, and um, <laughs> neither of those things were true so we love that for me like who the fuck was I trying to be absolutely
0: not you never Anyways. know okay so tell us a little bit about so, this, yeah.
2: this edit yeah
0: yeah so Jacqueline reached out to me um a little over a month ago and she wanted she started this company called shop jace um and she wanted to um you know do an edit with an influencer because she thought that it would help kind of launch her company since she just got it started I think So she had, you know, a couple of different interns and like assistants working for her. And I guess one of the interns or assistants working for her followed me and really likes my content and said, hey, if we're looking for an influencer to work with, like we should work with this girl Carson. So then Jacqueline reached out to me and said, hey, you know, one of the girls who works for me is super interested in you has always loved your content. And now the whole team does like, would you want to do an edit? And I will say that as an influencer, doing an edit or a capsule collection is a very big milestone in this job. Um, You know, you want to have somebody recognize you and love you so much that they want to, like, make a little, like, your own page about you on their company. Um, So that was obviously, like, a really big honor. Because Jacqueline's company had just kind of gotten started, I was a little bit, you know, skeptical because obviously, like, when your company's just getting started, like you don't really know a lot of people who has their stuff. There's not a lot of reviews on the website. Like you barely know anything about it. But I knew and had followed Jacqueline as an influencer for a long time. So I trusted her as a person in this industry and as, you know, a woman who works as an influencer herself. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, I kind of did just like take a chance on it and be like, okay, yeah, like, let's do it. Like, let's give it a shot and see like what works and let's, let's just try it. You know, it is something that I would love to, have in my portfolio as an influencer so let's do it and yeah so we just kind of got started and over the last month we've just been like creating pieces that are really true to me and like true to my style and who I am and who I've evolved um you know as somebody on Instagram like that I'm being recognized for so somebody who likes color um somebody who likes patterns like this type of thing so she really wanted the collection to reflect me more than anything so every single piece that we're putting out um, it's very colorful very patterned um, you know great pieces for summer which is a really big reason why we wanted the collection obviously to launch um, end of spring beginning of summer so that people could like you know get these pieces and, and wear them for summer so a big part of my last month has been just like shooting uh, wearing all of the pieces for the collection to put out the content which is all really, really good content. It's definitely some of my best content. I'm excited to put it out and yeah. like, I'm wow, excited about so the clock. exciting. I love it. So yeah, yeah. I'm re- I, I am- love that.
2: Yeah. And uh, she also has a really great price point, which I like because it makes it a little bit more appealing to other people. And it's not like you're like price gouging anyone. She told me that you guys actually like collaborated on pricing as well, because yeah. you wanted to make sure that it would resonate with your following as well. Yeah.
0: I, I know that, you know, coming from TikTok, obviously, I have a little bit of a younger audience. I would say that my audience is, I've had people as young as like eight years old. Um, oh, wow. Here, I know, come on my TikTok and like when I go live on TikTok, they'll say like, oh, you know, I, I'll be like, how old are you guys? And they'll all comment like eight, 10, 11. I'm like, oh my God. That's oh, stupid. wow. I, I like, have to be careful about the things I'm saying, because I'm like, these are like such young ears that are listening to me. so Wow. That's I so true. I think I do have a like definitely a little bit of a younger audience probably averaging between 14 to 25 years old for the most part mm-hmm. so you know I, we're I'm the 25
2: year olds <laughs> yeah that's <what> was- <laughs> <in your> content. <laughs> we're the fucking sorry. old ones
0: <laughs> sorry I'm trying 25 is not even old I think that it's just like okay. I just came out of college so a lot of the people who follow me are like either around my age or slightly older or slightly younger yeah so. right. for sure Yeah. That, that is something I did have to keep in mind. And I told Jack and I'm like, look, I want this collection to be something that is really successful for both of us. But the only way that I think that this is going to be successful is if we keep in mind that like a very good portion of my audience is still, you know, getting money from their parents. Yeah. um, And you want to make it accessible. Right. So I want it to be something that everybody can afford if they wanted to get a piece or two or whatever. So I, she did actually have like much pricier prices in mind. And I kind of like said like look this i want this to work but we are going to work better in selling like quantity if we like lower the prices like you will end up making more money because i promise I yeah. have the following will they'll buy as many items as possible but they have to be like Price slightly lower. Yeah, so she kind of agreed with me in the end after we like ran through it and I explained my reasoning behind it all. So I'm excited. I think it will be something that's going to be very accessible for a lot of people. And and it really is going to be the perfect pieces for summer. We worked Love hard. Love that. So.
1: that's so cool and that must have been such a fun creative process for you actually designing yeah that is a totally different monster than just like seeing what you like and wearing it like to sit there and just make something from scratch has to be so fun and like challenging for you you know in the best way
0: definitely I took you know I always take a lot of inspiration from a lot of the companies that I've worked with um obviously not like replicating them but like you know I do take a lot of inspiration from like the things that I've worn in the past and the pictures I've created like the patterns that I see honestly I get a lot of inspiration from just California in general like yeah totally I I love like all the places that I shoot I work really hard to location scout so that I shoot in really good places and I get a lot of inspiration from like just where I live and, and like the things around me so yeah I'm really excited I think it'll be good
1: that's awesome. It's funny because Jess and I went through a time period where I think we were just getting frustrated about our content and feeling like we hit a plateau or whatever. And we realized that everyone who lives in California has better content. And we're like, maybe that's it. Maybe it's just that we live in Miami. Like, maybe we need <laughs> yeah. to move. No,
2: 100%. Like, that's definitely a thing because we're like... You can tell that we don't live in L.A.
1: We're limited to the beach and to like the design district. Yeah. <laughs> and then finding our own locations
2: that are like, like you know, there's like parking garages and shit all the time. But, you know, like you can only do so many parking yeah. garages. And like truly in yeah. California, like when I was there, every corner you would drive
1: by, you can oh, make it work. Like, yeah. it's, it's so funny. it's so inspiring in that way.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's, it's the best place to live if you are content creating. And I think I knew that when I moved out here last year. Yeah part of the reason I wasn't like scared to do it because I knew that the only way I was really going to be as successful as I possibly wanted to be was if I lived in a place that I could do this as easily as possible and this is the place for sure absolutely yeah I've even
2: seen LA girls who like kind of built their following there and then they like moved back home like oh there's God, like, the, like, like there's the there's like one specific influencer I'm yeah. thinking about and like she moved back home and although like she makes it work and, like, great for her, but it's not the same. It's not the same. It's not yeah. the same. It's so funny. So it is really interesting, and yeah. it does allow us to kind of, you know, like give <laughs> ourselves a break. <laughs> Let's go to California. Yeah, right. Um, yeah. Well, we are overdue a trip,
0: yeah. so yeah. We'll, be, we'll be letting you know. Yeah. We'll do a little shooting yes. for Jace. Come always please. We always accept visitors. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Man. I'm so excited for your, your edit to come out. Guys, uh, just so you guys know, if you're listening, it will be ra- out around this time, if not maybe... In a few weeks or so, but we will definitely include the link in our description so you guys can shop if you want to. Um, this has been such a good conversation. I feel so inspired, and you are just so you're you're incredible. Little you're, ray of light, yeah, little oh, sunshine, you, <laughs> you are. Um, but before we let you go, we are going to yeah. ask you two questions that we like to ask
2: every guest. So let's get into it. Our first question for you is your business pro tip. Like we mentioned, this can be anything between like an app or a mindset
0: tip, whatever you want. Um, My business pro tip is to just stay alert and like pay attention to what's happening around you. You know, if you want to be successful in whatever business that you are in, you know, you can't just like sleep through the day. You know, you have to like force yourself to get up early do the research you know pay attention to what's going on like know your surroundings like if you are in you know especially in this particular industry like whatever's inspiring you it's inspiring you for a reason and odds are it's inspiring somebody else so stay alert and like be aware of like that and then if you want to recreate that in your own way or you know try and do something that is kind of within the same realm not copying it of course but understanding why something goes viral and like why you would want to do that for yourself for your own audience. Like you have to be alert and awake and in this industry like fully. So yeah, I guess that's kind of just like my business pro tip It's just really always paying attention and don't just like sleep through the day and think that the content's gonna just make itself and put itself out there. Just be aware of like what is going good in the industry and like make that go good for you.
2: I love that. And I think I I needed to hear that. I think it it applies to every industry (laughs) to really too, And I love that.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That's great. (laughs) We're we're taking notes like we got to follow that (laughs) advice. Um, Our second question is, what is the best piece of advice that you have ever received?
0: You do not ever have to adhere to one style. There is no such thing as you having one style. You are not a pinterest girl you are not an e-girl you are not um you know a fairy or a businesswoman or you know you do not have to only dress in one style there is no such thing as you having one style i think mm. that every style, you can have a different style with every season you can have a different style with every week you can have a different style every day i think that the notion of you having a specific style like oh she's only like a boho girl like she only dresses like bohemian like That's not that whole notion, I think, is just completely out the window, the having one style and having to adhere to it. I think that the way that you can get to like grow yourself most as a person and really discover who you are and what resonates with you is by trying every style and seeing what works best for you and what people really respond to. Like if I walk out the door and I'm dressed like, you know, a boho girl, or if I walk out the door dressed like a businesswoman, you know, who what neighbor is gonna look at me and say, Wow, I love your outfit today, that looks so great on you. And then what day is she just going to walk right past you and not say a word? So those are the things that like you, I think, have to recognize is like your style isn't just who you are. It's kind of the confidence that you get when you wear it and who you feel like you are your best version of yourself when you're in it.
1: I love love that. that. And that is such a different concept. It never occurred to me because it was always like, I don't know, it's always like your style is your style. Like what's your one
2: style? That's such a good point. Like you can have... So many different styles. Yeah, and I I mean, that, that resonates with me because I have also carried that, like, always. Like, I, if you know me, like, I will wear anything and everything. Like, I will dress, like, in all black and I'll wear, like, my naked wolf huge boots. And then some days, you know, I feel like dressing girly and wearing a skirt. Like, I love, like, kind of creating different people in my outfits and like different versions of myself like today i want to look like a scary bad bitch and (laughs) and i do that and then some days i want to look like a princess and then i do that yeah Yeah. Yeah. i I love love that and that's something that i know i can
1: work on challenging myself more is like you know, pushing the boundaries a little bit with what I feel comfortable in or what I feel like is me. So yeah. that's great. I Thank Love you that. so much. This has been yeah, such a course. great, incredible conversation. If people want to follow your journey, keep up with your beautiful content, where can they follow you at?
0: Um, you can follow me on all of my platforms. It's the exact same handle. It's my name, Carson K R S E N Kimball K I M B A L L, and yeah, awesome. it's on every platform, so you can always find me there.
2: <laughs> Beautiful. Thank so you, good. girl. Thank you for joining Yay. us today. If you guys <laughs> love this episode, please
1: take a screenshot. Let us know you're listening. Tag all of us, and we will see you next week for another episode. Bye, brothers.